Welcome to Hemp Barons. I'm Dan Humiston, and on today's show, we're going to take a deep dive into Idaho with Jason Santiago from the Green State Consultants. You know, Idaho is one of the only Western states that hasn't modernized their hemp laws. Even with the federal government making hemp legal through the passing of the 2018 Farm Bill, Idaho continues to arrest people for offenses as minor as driving hemp through their state. But fortunately, change is coming, and when it does, Idaho's ideal farming condition are gonna make it perfect for growing hemp. Let's join my conversation with Jason Santiago from the Green State Consultants. Hey, Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Happy to be here. Well, today we're speaking with Jason Santiago from the Green State Hemp Consulting and soon to be lobbying in Idaho. So glad to have you on the show. There's a lot of things I'm curious about with the state of Idaho. It's sort of that enigma in the West, like all the other states, well, it's like all the other yeah. states on the West have some form of cannabis legislation and except for Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Explain that. Well, Idaho is notorious for being behind the times, I would say, just, just to start. They're very afraid that it's going to become like the new California there's a lot of people here with old ties to the land, and they're afraid of change, whether it's better or not. I mean, I don't know why you'd be afraid of California. The industry is booming in California, and it's making, it seems like almost everything better. And you know, in Colorado, it's been a huge boom for the state. I don't think it's necessarily the business prospects. I think it's more the culture that's changing in Idaho, and they're afraid of that. I see. A lot of misinformation, I suspect, yes. in Idaho. Yeah. I know. Still a lot going around. There's billboards down in Boise still that say that driving accidents are up because of cannabis use in Colorado and Washington when that's been absolutely refuted. Yeah. Well, you know it's coming. This is, it's happening not just in the United States, it's happening all over the world. And so, right. you know, you referred to Idaho as Russia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it comes to cannabis laws, I know they're really outdated. But that's going to change. I mean, it's going to yes. change. And when it does, Idaho is really, really well positioned. Uniquely positioned to excel in the industry. Tell us about that. Tell us, give us some, a sense as to why Idaho is going to be such a great cannabis producing state. Well, central Idaho specifically is known as another Napa Valley. We have great conditions here. We have a great growing season. We have a lot of flat land that's already being used for wheat growing. And the farmers are looking for another crop. But unfortunately, right now, they don't have an option. It's crazy. We think of Idaho as a place that you get your potatoes from. But <laughs> right? obviously, Idaho is the potato state. But I mean, it just makes sense that that would be the state that would be sort of the breadbasket for the cannabis industry. Right. There is a lot of farming going on here already. And the great thing about having so many wheat farms here is that we can actually utilize that land to grow hemp and utilize the same equipment to then harvest it. Yeah, I know. We did a good show with a fellows from Montana and they're just killing it up there. It's just... Oh, I'm sure. They're killing it in Montana. with Big with sky hemp. country, man. It's all There's so much flatland over there. There's so many farms and 
it's a big deal. I mean, one of the big things that Kentucky brought hemp back for was specifically because it regenerated the land. It brings back those deep locked nutrients that are so deep that a lot of the corn and other plants that don't go that deep can't get to. So when it reaches all that way down six, six feet in 30 days, it pulls all those nutrients back up. When you harvest it, they're redeposited in the topsoil. And that was one of the big issues they were having in Kentucky, which was why that McConnell actually pushed the hemp legislation forward so strongly because they were losing out on their corn production. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they put it in as an alternating crop between the corn production and actually revitalizes the soil and brings back production. Wow. Yeah. So there'd be certainly an incentive for the farmers in Idaho to want to move towards some sort of hemp production or some laws that would allow them to produce hemp. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of talk amongst the farmers. They're looking for an alternate crop, something that can help them bring in more money, especially with the tariffs and everything that are going on. So what do we need in Idaho to get this ball rolling? What needs to take place in Idaho in order to catch up with the rest of the country? And I would say a lot of it would be hands-on if we could get some of these farmers out to a hemp plantation and so they can see what's going on, or maybe even some of the, the law enforcement here in Idaho and get them out to some of these places and let them actually see how it's handled and see how regulated and how well-controlled it really is. I think that could change a lot of minds. You're referring to other states that are already in the production phase? or Yes, absolutely. So if you're a business owner in Oregon or Washington or Montana that happens to have a hemp farm, invite some of these gentlemen over. I can even help facilitate this, but invite some of these people over, these decision makers, these people who are influencing Idaho one way or another, invite them to come and see how it's done at your facility, how well you control it, how well protected it really is. I think there's an opportunity as you're speaking. I'm thinking to myself, Joint venture. There's all kinds of opportunity here for joint venture. If I already have a facility running in, say, Montana, Mm -hmm. how hard is it to work together with farmers in Idaho? And that may be the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back. If you could get farmers from other parts of the country and other states that are having huge successes, these are generational wins that farmers just don't usually see. Like we had this recent interview where they were explaining that. A traditional crop brings in about between $1,000 and $2,000 in profit per acre. And right now, hemp's bringing in $100,000 per acre. $100,000 per acre. Oh my gosh. I I didn't even even know it was that large. There's such a demand right now for, and we're just just scratching the surface because it's just with the- Yeah, we barely even started really using it again. I mean, we don't even use it for textiles and for clothing anymore. We're just barely starting to get back into that industry. Exactly. This is is really the demand right now. It's just coming straight up from CBD. That's just one part of the crop. The rest of it, we haven't even started that yet. Don't understand why the people in Idaho haven't, it hasn't clicked in yet, but I know it will click in. So if you're in another state or even if you're in Idaho, Jason Santiago from Green State Hemp Consulting would be a, a good place to start if you want to talk to somebody about making introductions or about Being a first mover in the state of Idaho, I think you're going to be so happy looking back on it. So Jason, any other thoughts for our listeners before I let you go? There was one other thing. I was wondering if I could mention the petition I started. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, there's three gentlemen currently caught up in criminal court facing felonies for drug trafficking in the state of Idaho for transporting hemp, either from Oregon to Colorado or Colorado to Oregon. 
they're looking at some pretty heavy prison time. So one of the things I did was I wrote a petition to start for the people of Idaho. It's called the Hemp Employee Freedom Act. You know, I don't know all the details behind the three gentlemen that were arrested, but I know that it seems so innocent. Like they're just working for like almost like a trucking company. And yeah, one of them was a VIP, VIP logistics out of Portland. And so that was a trucking company. And then the other two were working for Lazarus Naturals out of, I believe their headquarters is in Seattle, but their farm was in Colorado. And they were driving from Colorado over to Oregon. And they drove through in a U-Haul with a bunch of plants in the back, live plants. It seems just really over the top, given the passing of the farm bill. You know that hemp is legal in a federal level. Of course, it's still illegal in Idaho, but just go to Jason Santiago's website. All that, information, all that information will be on the MJ Bulls website. Also, when you're on the website, you got to go to the video page. You have to go to the video. <laughs> it's, I, you're laughing, but this is really cool stuff. There are some great videos. I, I on really there. appreciated it. There are some really good videos on there. There's some classic false propaganda. propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And I remember watching these back in the day and looking back on it. Now you just say how silly some of these commercials were, but Anyhow, Jason, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. I wish you the best with this petition and I and those people that are right now and their lives are completely upside down just for something so innocent. It's just exactly it's really unfair. There's a lot of other ways that we could use our law enforcement resources <laughs> that would be better <laughs> apart. Better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jason, again, thank you for being on the show and I will look forward to speaking to you again soon. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.